0: More and more people are moving to cities and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation.
1: Know that you can make a difference, absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out.
0: everyone welcome back to the green podcast i'm your host dylan welch and as always our goal is to bring you leaders in the sustainable clean tech renewable energy world i'm very excited to talk to our guest today leland jordan he's a man who wears a lot of hats he's done some amazing things in his life and i'm really excited to talk to him today about his um fund as the co-founder he started it's called the 40 acres fund and just really doing some cool stuff with this so leland first and foremost. Thank you for joining us here today, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Dylan, appreciate it, man. So, let's dive right into it. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about the 40 Acres Fund. Okay, so, uh, just a little background, you know, so if people don't know why it's called
1: 40 Acres Fund, right? So, um, after the Civil War, you know, um, uh, the the North and the South were negotiating on, on how they were gonna put things up or whatever, right? So. Um, well, what was going to happen was every every free free slave family was supposed to be given 40 acres and a mule to help till the land. Well, at, at the last second, I, that was taken away, you know, so uh, that means of, you know, um, take, take of care of the families and whatnot was, you know, t- t- was was taken away. So what what we do at Four Acres Fund is we primarily invest in um, at the seed level of uh small businesses uh started founded by minorities. Um so it's 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 grown from that initial mandate, but um you know our our first five companies were all
0: were all um all minority owned. That's amazing, man. Seriously. And and I love hearing about that stuff and I love talking about this on the podcast because um one thing with green.org, you know, in a world that we live in right now, there's so much divisiveness. There's wars happening there's pandemics happening politics is all over the place the media is 24 seven, and i think one thing you know that um green.org does is it brings us all together and regardless of your race where you stand on the political line we can all agree that you know the world needs to be a better place there's always room for improvement we all live on it we all live on it right yeah And, and that that's awesome man um how did you, let's kind of bring it back to like day one. Tell us a little bit about your background and how this all led to the, the co-founding of the 40 Acres Fund. Okay.
1: So uh, my, 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 my background is mostly in, um, in, in oil and gas uh, supply chain logistics, right? So um, about five years ago, I um, worked for a company called SmartSand and I ran their, um, their facility, their fraction um, uh, uh, facility in North Dakota. And from there i went and uh, consulted for chevron um in the permian and uh then COVID hit right so um i was i was i was i was you know let, let go from that like 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 everyone else was right and uh so i was just trying to figure out what what i wanted to do next and um so a good buddy of mine uh from congo actually he reached out to me um and uh he has family in rwanda and he's like hey you know. Uh, they're about to ban some of the use plastics in Rwanda. You know, um, ever since their civil war, they've been really uh, just putting an emphasis on cleanliness and, and, and sustainability and taking care of their other of, of country. So um, they banned also the use plastics. And so we, uh, you know, scrounged together what money we had and bootstrapped uh, the construction of a, of a paperback factory over there. And so um, you know, we started production in August of last year. Excuse me. And uh, it's been going great. You know, we're we're slowly becoming the go-to brand for sustainable packaging in East Africa. Really, uh, that that's our goal. You know, um, so right now, everyone's beating a path to our door in Rwanda. We're just trying to keep up. That's <laughs> it's 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 it's, good, it's it's a good a good problem to have. But you know, it's uh, it's every day. You know, it's every day.
0: Man, that's cool. It's it's crazy because you know, obviously, with the pandemic. It's a, it's a tough time, but I think at the same time, a lot of people who weren't necessarily really happy with what they were doing in their lives took that moment um, to kind of re-figure that out. Like, I did the same thing. I know a lot of my friends, my family did, and I think we're now starting to see actually the positive effects of that, you know, a year and a half, two years later, of people saying, man, I was working this job that I wasn't very happy at, life is short. Where do I wanna go next? What do I wanna do and what am I passionate about? And then how can I turn that into a business because that's also a cool thing, is this isn't like something you started locally. This is in Africa. This is yes. <laughs> a whole other continent. And you know you think back, like, that's so difficult to do even maybe five, ten years ago. But now, yeah. with the capabilities of Zoom, technology, communications, like you can run a, a business from your home office out of Africa. That is like mind-blowing. So and it's
1: only going to get better too. I mean, you know, uh the opportunities for people to start the businesses especially in this in this clean energy and sustainability sector is going to be, you know, it's
0: it's it's, it's going to be wide open here. Soon. And and dude, congratulations on the success too. Like that's not that's probably one of the cooler things I've ever talked about on this podcast is those are very different things to go from working in gas and energy to building a business in rwanda and a yeah. successful one at that like that's awesome to hear yeah it's it's you know it's uh so i learned a lot about supply chain working in oil and
1: gas right and at, at the end of the day no matter what business you're in supply chain is just figuring out how to solve problems and you know um at first we were getting our paper from russia um, that stopped obviously. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we saw this, we, we saw this conflict building up there and we're like, uh, we got to get out of Russia, you know? So we, um, we now get our paper from, uh, next door there in Kenya. And, uh, so we're keeping it local yeah. and, um, you know, we, we, we like 80% of our clients are, are using recycled paper too. So that, that's always great. You know, uh, we're really, we're, 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 we're really keeping things as, as green as possible. Um, and that's something that we, you know, do in in all of our portfolio companies with 40 acres fund, right so um like even even so our one of our beer companies in, in the fund is um is called black marlin marine and so we service uh, deep water drilling and whatnot so i mean all of our boats that, that that we use are are hybrids you know um we keep everything as green as possible and everything right so uh you know we're all i mean i like i said a minute ago we all have to know in this world, no matter where you stand on politics or where you stand on, on on anything. As long as you're making an effort to make things better, you know the world's going to end up being a better place.
0: Exactly, couldn't say it better myself. What, um, so from like a business standpoint, how do you kind of source and find these businesses that you work with? Like, what do you look for as indicators for success to be a part of the companies?
1: Well, that, that that's a great right question. I mean, I just. I, I I come across them either from friends or from you know LinkedIn. Um, I actually the 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 first company that we invested in um, is for is through a guy that I met through on on Facebook. I've never actually seen him in person. Right? We've been we've, we've been Facebook friends for like five years, and we're pretty close friends. You know, I've still never seen him in person, but um, he's a uh, uh, he has a, a a small catfish farm outside of Nigeria and i'm sorry uh, outside uh lego nigeria and so um you know he uh, uh, approached me he's like hey uh i need you know, X amount of dollars I, I think it was like 1200 dollars right uh, to build out this this oven so you can start doing the processing of this cactus as well and make extra money so i'm like cool man you know so i went to richard um my business partner in the 40 acres fund richard harris uh, he's a he's a he's a medical doctor here in in houston and uh so I'm like, Hey, I, you know, we've been talking about doing this for a while. Here's opportunity. Let's get it going. He's like, cool, I'm in. And so we did it. We, we some of the money and uh, he's doing very well now, you know? Uh, so yeah, it, it's been just stuff like that. Really just kind of, I come across an opportunity. I talk,
0: I talk it over with Richard and we just go for it. That's all dude. That's the, I think that's a really good metaphor of kind of like what we're talking about as a whole too, because you know, sometimes you hear venture capitalism investments and it's like $10 million, $100 million. And yeah. at the end of the day, like a hundred million dollars is inaccessible to a lot of people. Also not sustainable from a business standpoint, but that's also sort of like a metaphor for the planet in general. Like we don't all need a hundred million dollar investments yeah. or to invest a hundred million dollars. $1,200 can drastically improve someone's life. And also, you know, to kind of bring it back to like green.org, like making little changes can have massive effects on, you know, even if it's one or two people or a community that still matters, you know, that $1,200 could be sitting in a bank account or in a mutual fund and growing 8% or whatever. But at the same time, one, you're investing in a company where obviously you do the due diligence. It's a smart business plan, but also helping, you know, small business owners achieve their dream and, and that's where big things happen at the end of the day, so that's that's amazing that you're able to do that where uh, Where do you kind of see the fund going in the future? like what are you passionate about and where do you want to take it?
1: Well, uh, Richard and I are both equally passionate about this sort of like what, we, what you' were just talking about, this sort of um, notion of impact investing, right of not just investing um, for a you know substantial return, but investing in companies that have a similar uh, outlook on life that we do, similar, you know, um, passion for people and, and improving the environment, improving the world. Um, you know, uh, I think I think people get 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 too caught up on exactly how much can I make and when, you know, Richard and I are both are both long term guys. We look, you know, 10, 15 years into the future. You know, um I mean, Jacques, my business partner in uh in Primo, you know, the the uh, the 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 paperback company, we started talking about this in December of 2019, and I just literally today <laughs> saw my first dime back from it. Like, not much, just, just a little bit, right? I mean, and it takes a long time to get these things going, it, and it takes a long time to get your money back, but if it's done properly, you know, and I, I have to believe that, you know, if something feels good in my heart
0: and it looks good, you know, from an economic standpoint, it's going to win. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, honestly, what's crazy in like the world we live in, everything is so fast paced. It's so now, now, now you're on your phone, notification, notification, your business, your career, you want everything to happen, you know, right away. And you bring up a really good point where sometimes, you know, I I personally forget to do this, but think long term, like, okay, it's not about today. It's not about the next minute or five minutes where are things going to be going in five, 10 years? And when you're able to kind of pull yourself out of that situation and sort of look down from that 30,000 feet, that's where you really can, you know, see where things will be happening. And I'm sure, you know, you invested three years ago, if you looked at it on a day-to-day basis, you're like, shit, my money's gone. Where's my return? Where's my return? But then you look at it, you know, 10, 15 years down the line. And those three years are, you know, just a little fraction of that. And pretty soon, Out pretty soon. It's you're starting to get that return. So so. it's also you know it's also a matter of 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 how much you want to work
1: too. Because I mean, like yeah, I do this forty hours a week, but I I still bartend, man. You Mm -hmm. know, I still I still I still do things to pay the bills. You know, uh, because you know I I still have to eat, right? So I mean, I'm not getting return and dividends from these businesses right now, but I mean, you know, uh, I work eighty ninety hours a week you know, between other things and then my, uh, and then 40 acres. Right. So, you know, it's all about the grind. It's, uh, you know, finding that work life balance, obviously, but now when I am still young and I don't have a wife and kids or anything like that, now's the time to really put in that work so that later on, you know, those trees will bear fruit.
0: Exactly. And, And that's a really important point too, is when you're looking at things 10, 15 years down the line, you see what's going to come but it doesn't happen naturally that's where the day to day hustle of getting okay i need to do this 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 and this i need to survive i need to make money to pay my bills but also you're building something on top of that so that those visions and that dream 10 years down the line comes to fruition so i love that that's that's a really good like kind of just sort of mental state to be in at all times is you're you're never settling you're always working hard but also you're you're thinking big picture you're thinking the future and like in nature that's kind of a good metaphor as well just you know you don't plant a tree and it gives you shade right away it takes yeah. time to grow but then you know you plant that forest and 10-15 years you've got you know a whole empire working for you that's awesome where do you kind of see you know your vision for this in the next 10-15 years both for a 40 acres fund for you and really kind of like the industry as a whole well i I see a lot more um,
1: companies like 40 Acres popping up, honestly. Um, I think people are really starting to see um, the need to invest in the kind of companies that we're investing in. And I'm hoping that the success of 40 Acres will inspire those companies to be more. I hope they come to us for guidance. I hope they, you know, I, I, would, I would love nothing more than to help, you know, mentor someone in 10 years trying to do what I'm doing right now. There's nothing I'd love more than that, you know, because like I said, man, it, it, you know, we, we're not going to make this world a better place by ourselves. We have to help each other out. And um, there's nothing that I would love more than that, you know, to have the, the freedom to do so as well. You know, I, I, I really feel that the companies that we've invested in right now are all going to be
0: very large in, in 10 years. Um, and I just want to be able to pay it forward. Really. That's super cool. And I, you're in such a good spot right now too, because like we were talking about, you know, right now so many things are changing so quickly just from post pandemic so many more people like we're talking about are starting their own businesses they have the tools and they want to start businesses or go into a career that they're passionate about so you have kind of like that head start of saying okay in my network on linkedin or facebook hey i see you're starting a business that's really cool do you need any help with that um and then you know combining that with the minority owners like just spreading sort of that positivity, helping each other out, everyone lifting each other up. Um, You know, when all the dust settles of all the crazy things that are happening right now, I think, you know, you're gonna be helping a lot of people, not just these businesses, but also the impact that these businesses will have on their communities around the world. I think um, I'm really excited to watch, watch this continue to grow. Um, Where do you like, where do you want to send people? Because I'm sure there's people listening and watching right now that want to get involved. How can um, the audience of the Green Podcast and, you know, the fans of green.org support you? Well, right
1: now, so uh, the website for 40 Acres Fund is being built as we speak. Um, right now, just uh, find me on LinkedIn. I connect, with, I connect with anybody that's not trying to sell me coaching services or, or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, just find me on LinkedIn, Leland Jordan, send me a request. I'll accept it. We'll talk. Seriously, I, I'd love to, you know, talk to anybody that, 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 that's trying to just do anything. It's, you know, that's interesting or helpful or anything. Just hit me
0: up. Lila, man, thank you for being on the show. You know, it's, these go quick because um, I like to get right to the point of kind of what yeah. people like you are working on, but it's super cool to hear and learn. Um, and I'm excited to watch kind of the growth and the, you know, the continuation of everything that's going on. Let's get you back on the show, you know, even like every six months or a year, whatever yeah. it is, because it sounds like things are moving very quick especially they in the are. startup phase, you know, where, th- with the companies you're working on, I love kind of like following the journey as well. Um, so thank you for being on the show, taking some time, little background really quick too, for everyone listening and watching. We got connected a while ago and I've, we've been trying to coordinate getting Leland on the show. I was doing a bunch of traveling and just kind of like never lined up. I literally got back from South America yesterday and I was like, yo, Leland, let's, get this on the calendar. So I, want, I owe Leland a major thank you for the patience that he's had with me to, to get all this together. So thank you very much. All right, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Loving everything you guys are doing at green.org and uh, looking forward to talking to you again. Awesome. Thank you, Leland. Thank you to everyone who tunes into the show, who watches, who listens, who shares our content. Again, our goal is to bring you fun, interesting, cool, inspiring leaders in the sustainability, clean tech, renewable energy Finance lifestyle world. Um, I think Leland's a really good example of that. If you're interested in supporting Leland or doing anything, you know, to get involved, LinkedIn, find him, Leland Jordan. I'll also have his link out, or excuse me, his name spelled out in the description um, of the show. So again, thank you, and we appreciate your support. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Green Podcast. All right, thanks, Dylan. Take care, bud. Thank you.